Hey everyone, I'm Riley Burke and welcome to The Variety Show. I'm a 22-year-old student, businesswoman, and traveler who loves expanding my knowledge and learning new things. This podcast is a way for me to take everything I've learned and share it with all of you. The Variety Show, a podcast where we talk about a variety of different things, such as business, fashion, food, travel, friendship, and everything in between. This is a podcast where we can laugh, grow, and learn together, and I'm so happy you're here. Enjoy the episode. Hey everyone, and welcome back to The Variety Show. This episode, I think, is going to be one of my favorites because I have a very special guest with me today. Um, Her name is Grace, and she's honestly one of the coolest people I know, if not the coolest. Um, Fun fact, I actually met her through John, so shout out to you, John. Thank you so much for introducing me to Grace. A little bit of background on Grace. Um, She grew up in Lakewood, graduated high school in 2016, so we graduated together at the same age. Um, Went to college in D.C. at American University, where she studied business administration and minored in education. So Grace, I'm super excited to have you on the podcast because you have done so many cool things and your like unique things in your life that I feel like a lot of people haven't done. So I'm excited to talk to you about that. So first of all, just thank you for being on the podcast. Of course. <laughs> so happy to be here. No, I'm excited and it actually worked out great because fun fact, Grace is leaving for Alaska in 3 days, which is so crazy and we'll talk more about that later on, but Super excited I got to have her on before she leaves. So, Grace, let's talk here. Um, Let's start off, um, let's say, during your high school career, okay? So, you studied abroad during high school. Yes, I did. For a year. Correct. (laughs) Okay, first of all, where did you go? I didn't even know you could study abroad in high school. Like, tell me about that. Yeah, for sure. So I always did sports in high school, and a girl I was on a volleyball team with had done a study abroad in high school. I was like, oh my gosh, that's awesome. Yeah. I want to do that. Mm -hmm. So um, I just asked around. It's called the Rotary Youth Exchange Program. It's a high school, mostly geared toward high school. So it, it usually ends up being anyone from like 15, 14, 15 to like. Some people even do it as a gap year, mm-hmm. so a lot of possibilities, um, but I honestly just wanted to travel. I wanted to go to Europe. I mean, I feel like every 16-year-old girl right. wants to go to Europe. Exactly. So I'm going to go to Europe, and you can send me any country in Europe. So, oh, so you literally were like, I don't care where I go, like, I just... Um, well, you, you have to... You don't really have a choice. I mean, you can rank 10 countries you want to go to. Gotcha. They do your, their best to give you um, your first preference, but um, I actually ended up going to Germany. Was that a preference? Like, it was that... actually my third choice, Okay. Which is kind of funny looking back. Um, and they Germany also sends a lot of students abroad, Okay. so um, there was a high chance I would, picking that gotcha. would definitely um, allow me to go there, but um, I went into it knowing no German. I'd taken, what, three years of Spanish in high school, which oh, is, like, my gosh. a different language and barely anything. Um, Did you know anyone else going to Germany with you from your high school, or were you by yourself? Because I cannot imagine going, I mean, by myself to Europe at 16. I mean, what, was that your sophomore year? It was my junior year, but I had okay. done all the paperwork, like, my sophomore 
Gotcha. Yeah, so, like, did you know anyone else from Lakewood that was going there, or just any other friends? Um, there was, one of my good friends was doing, she kind of wanted to do this exchange as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and she chose her 10 choices as well. Yeah. And she ended up getting Spain. Oh, Spain okay. Germany. Um, no, but I also think it was very naive of me to think, whatever, like, I'm just going to go here. And yeah. You know, honestly, looking back, that's the best thing you can do. You kind of just got to, like, jump feet first. The program and definitely the experience was a perfect one probably the most like changed monumental kind of thing I've done yeah um just because I was so young and you just don't think about okay I'm gonna like myself in a different country where I don't know the language yeah I literally can't um, imagine I, honestly I ne- never used public transportation until I went there well yeah I mean we don't have anything like that yeah. like here where it's like common for right to use um, and I stayed with three different house families over there. And oh. Yeah, it was a very interesting Wait, I want to hear about that. <laughs> so, like, were you, were you, like, supposed to rotate to different families? Or were there, like, situations that happened where you had to move families? Like. Sorry to pause the drama, but no. That's not uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, you're. You stay with different families to kind of get different aspects of the culture, so you're not staying with one family. Oh, my God. I mean, as you know, like, different families in the U.S. here are yeah. very different. Um, but, like, I have three different host families. Um, some I clicked with more than others. My uh, first family I stayed with was pretty rough, but um, they were very nice. But just looking back, I was like, oh, all German people must be like this. Like, this yeah. is just how it is. But, yeah. Um, I had two wonderful, great host families after that that I still keep in contact with, um, and they're amazing. So that's crazy. Really, like it really makes you grow, but like also looking back, you're like I definitely would have done things differently. Yeah. As like now being 22, like right. looking back, I'm like I definitely would have like. Were all diff- Were all the host families in the same city in Germany, or were you moving cities as well? No. So I actually went to a public high school. Okay. So all my host family lived within a certain radius. What, where were you in Germany? I was in Hanover, Germany, which is okay. the capital of Niedersachsen. Okay. Northern Germany. Okay. It's in northern Germany. So How far is that from Munich? Because I've only been to Munich it's in Germany. It's like four and a half to five hours north of Munich. Oh, uh, okay. okay. And about like two hours west of Berlin. Gotcha. Yeah, it's like upper middle Germany. I can't believe you were there it's for... It's random. I didn't choose to be in a city. I mean, yeah. for all that could have happened, I, I knew people and I had friends of other exchange students in my program as well, which I met from all over, which was another amazing aspect of right. the um, And some of them are in, like, small little villages Yeah. that, like, maybe they were, like, four miles from the nearest train stop or Jeez. That's so, so I crazy. Out being in the city. <laughs> yeah. So, what was that like going to a school in Germany? Like, you know, you're an American. Like, it's just like different. Like, what, how did you adjust? Like, I would have been so scared. Yeah, um, I didn't think about it. I guess that's the best way to adjust. But honestly, like most of the experience is meant to like learn the language and culture. Yeah. So it's not necessarily the emphasis isn't necessarily placed on like academics, but right? Like, relationships and like. Learning the language and the culture. Did you learn the language when you were there? Yeah, I mean, by the time I left, I'd say it was pretty good, but probably like intermediate, nowhere near perfect. And that's awesome. That that's honestly like the best way to learn a language. Like I took a little bit of Chinese in college, and my dad's like, "You have to move to China, like if you want to learn it." I'm like, "Listen, I'm not against that. Maybe now during COVID, but like I would honestly love to. I feel like that's." 
that's how you learn just being there like you're forced to to use it oh for sure like the first i mean for the first two months for all i knew they were speaking chinese yeah like i was like oh it'll be fine like i'll it took a good six months i'm sure confident in having like an intermediate type of conversation and really understanding things in school yeah and like i was only in school for like it was more like a college type of okay like you only go for the classes you had oh gotcha okay um so i was only in like four classes and i leave i would go to these rotary meetings because you're sponsored by a club there right and they send a student yeah receive one so and i did had a lot of fun with other exchange students in the program yeah as well that's so cool did you travel a lot when you were in germany during this school time yeah so the program itself is like one week in a month with all the exchange students and it's called a rotary district so in the district gotcha um in my group probably was like 85 exchange students oh so wow like a month we meet up formally oh it's so but then, fun like we'd all hang out on the weekends anyway yeah it wasn't like a formal thing um and i also visited my friend that was oh in spain, spain? yeah and visited her and her house family for a week which i don't think the program really allows, but... But you know what? It happened. It happened. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That's so much fun. And actually, the program also, like, perks of going to Europe is they do, like, a Euro tour at the end. Oh. So, you take, like, a German test, German language test. Yeah. You have to do, like, perform a certain way on it. But um, you get on a RV bus with 80 other exchange students, and you take a three-week trip around Europe staying at different hostels and and it was fun, interesting, and probably one of the best times of my life, but, like, still very... Wait, that is so cool. Like, can I do this program, like, now, or do I have to be, like, a kid? Like, do I need to be in in high school to do this, or middle school? Well, yeah, high school. It is a high school program, unfortunately, but, um... Like, that sounds... I really want to, like, definitely get back more involved now and be, like, a counselor for Yeah. Even... That sounds so cool. It's so interesting, too. I just remembered. So when we were younger, my dad, he's super involved in the Rotary near my house. Um, and a couple years ago, we had someone from Sweden stay with us. And we had someone from Japan stay with us. And they were, like, older, like, adults. So I'm wondering. I'm going to have to look into that because it just sounds so cool. Yeah, definitely look into it. I mean, they might have new programs I'm not aware of. But I know the program I did was, like, I think it was, like, 14 to 18. Yeah. Maybe even 19. Mm-hmm. Like the year, I know some people did like a gap year, which is also a great option. Yeah. Um, if you're not, especially now, mm-hmm. um, if you're not ready right. to go to college right away. That... I definitely know, like, I mean, technically I took like a gap year my junior year. But, yeah. Like, it definitely made me more focused and prepared for college and like taking advantage of college and not just. For sure. Do you regret missing like a year of high school? to go to Europe like you're missing what prom homecoming your friends like do you regret doing that uh no 100% no because I even feel like when I came back I was that much more outgoing and I got involved right away when I got back though and it's actually how I met John oh yeah yeah your senior year yeah I ended up joining the cross-country team which I'd never done before yeah it was so much fun um I mean with that you train in the summer so pretty much I got back in July so I got to catch up with everyone and yeah training right away and like met so many people I wasn't even friends with before I left so that's so awesome our other friend Claire yeah Wow, that's so awesome. That's amazing. 
So you finish up high school and then you decide to go to DC for college. What what made you do that? Yeah, so I kind of was just, I'm gonna go to a state school. Like I had roommates picked out at the University of Cincinnati oh. in Ohio, um, thinking I'd go there. I applied to like 12 schools though. Okay. And I mean, they kind of, the whole process kind of took care of itself though. Mm -hmm. The amount of like scholarships and everything. And I knew, because I had had that experience in high school and I actually, um, before college, me and a friend of mine from high school did like a whooping worldwide opportunities on organic farms. That's what, let's talk about that before DC. Because this is just a crazy story. So this was right when you graduated high school, right? Yep, it was like, Three weeks before college started. Okay, tell tell me, tell everyone about what you did, because this is just—it's cr- like when I first, when you first <laughs> told me, I was like, "Wait, you what?" Like it is. Tell tell everyone. So my friend from high school and I were like, "We want to like go to Europe before college and like get one last hurrah before right. college starts." So we were looking into things, and I found this program. It's called Whooping, like I said, Worldwide Opportunities on Organic Farms, and they have them in almost every country they even have it in the u.s you can even do it like domestically okay but we chose ireland because it's a country i didn't visit when i went over to germany the first time yeah and she wanted to go there as well so we were like okay let's go um and so you join the woofing website of that country okay so you're going to ireland yeah this was going to be like june-ish where we just posted like we want to come between this day and this day on this website it was literally like a Facebook forum, what? and I had this woman message me like three days later and was like, oh, we're filling two vacancies on our farm in Moat, Ireland. Would you be interested? And I'm like, where the heck is Moat, Ireland? Yeah, <laughs> I've never even... Like, who is this? Yeah, I was like, who are <laughs> you, first of all? <laughs> yeah, so um, we messaged back and forth, and the great part about the program itself is she's like... Yeah, check out our Facebook page. We have tons of reviews on there. Um, I can give you the names of other woofers. Okay. People they've had at the farm in the past. Um, So that was great. I reached out to them because you always want to do your background work, wherever you're going. Right, right. Check it out. Do all you can. Right. Like, I'm going to go stay with these random people for two weeks. So you were literally working on a farm in Ireland. Yeah, so we went over (laughs) and spent, like, three days in Dublin and then went to got on a bus she's like someone will be there with a paper with your name on it we got off this bus no cell service nothing this guy was filling paper with our names on it put our suitcases in the back of the car drove probably like 40 minutes outside the city okay and I was like my phone doesn't work so if we get kidnapped like right like <laughs> sorry like bye family and friends nice knowing you <laughs> but honestly it was it was so much fun there were two other um workers there from Montana that were amazing we were able to make homemade jelly and jam big cows that like, is so so like what are you so doing cool. on this farm like what's like a day in your life in ireland on the farm yeah so you pretty much the concept of program is like you do work for the farm or whatever and they give you room and board gotcha um, and it obviously varies wherever you go but um at this particular farm, they we moved some turf blocks, which they use for fuel in the winter. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea, honestly, yeah. what they're for, but that's all I asked. 
Okay. <laughs> and the farm we were on was like super cool. It was like from the 1800s. It had like three what? different buildings. We had a whole separate building to ourselves, like apartment. Oh my gosh. Separate house um, to ourselves. And we would do that. They had cute little dogs that would run around. We would, like I said, make jam and jelly. That we'd is so crazy. Like almost. And then we'd get breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And conversations over meals were like over an hour long. Yeah. Oh, so did you have free time? Like, could you travel when you were there? Or was it mostly just, like, you were staying in Ireland? Like, So we made it fit that we went early and spent, like, three days in Dublin. And then we did four days on the farm. Gotcha. And then had, like, a four-day weekend where we did the whole west coast of Ireland. And then came back. Gotcha. Did three days and then went back to Dublin and had another long weekend. So you fit it in. You usually have weekends off. Yeah. So... You fit it in where you want to, but it's a good way to, like, you get free room and board those whole four That is, days, so. see, I love that you take advantage of opportunities like this, because I feel like there's so many opportunities and, and things like this out there that, like, people, like, just don't know. Like, I mean, I had no idea about this stuff, so. Yeah, and I definitely think, like, not only do you get that experience, but you also get to meet some really cool people. Exactly. Like, people that you'll be in touch with for forever. Um, the folks we stayed with on the farm, they were amazing. And, like, I would never be shy to reach out to them again. Yeah. That is the coolest thing I've ever heard in my life. So, after you do that, now we're heading towards college time. <laughs> and you were saying how you were originally thinking about going to Cincinnati? Yeah. So, my dad had gone there and I was like, I'll just go to Cincinnati. Like, right. It's, I like the school. Like, I feel like when you're looking at colleges, like, you don't know what you're looking for right and um it was cool I had friends going there and the whole nine yards so it just made sense yeah it made sense but then like March comes around and I still had to do all like the ACT and application mm. stuff when I got back from Germany yeah so every, my stuff was like I guess a little it was on time but like I feel like delayed for kids getting yeah super early now mm-hmm. but um patience um was much needed because then I ended up getting into American and got a lot of financial aid and scholarship money. In Which March. is in D.C. Yeah, yeah. The end of March, beginning of April. And then decision day is May 1st. So I had a mm. month to be like, what am I going to do? Yeah. And, I mean, why not? If if it was it was less expensive than going in state, I was like, oh, I can try it out. If I really miss home and want to go back, then obviously, like, that's always going to be an option. True. I go home, but I was like, Let's go. <laughs> so how was living in D.C.? Because I've actually never been to D.C. I've heard a lot of really good things about it. But I know, so, like, when you went there as a freshman, that was, like, fall of 2016. That's also during the election, like, Trump versus Hillary. Yeah. So, like, what was that like, too, in D.C.? Yeah. I, mean, I can't I mean, imagine. DC's, D.C.'s so politi- politically active. And American University is very politically active. Yeah, so, so like, what was that like? It's, like, definitely amplified. Um... It was interesting. I mean, I remember that day, like, vividly, and I don't think I'll ever forget it, because it was storm, like, the day after the election. We all, everyone watches, like, politics and, yeah. like, the election, like, it's a, the biggest football game of the year. Right, so, like, yeah, yeah. I was in my friend's dorm, everyone's sobbing. Yeah. Crying. <laughs> You're right. crying. Yeah. from everyone. Oh, my um, gosh. And it was actually, like, midterm season. So oh, like, so there's just, there's so yeah. many emotions between midterms and the election. <laughs> like, it's just, how do you control yourself? Yeah. Yeah, and the next day, like, it's doomsday. It's rainy. It's stormy. My friend was, everyone remembers oh, the day after the 2016 election gosh. in D.C. It was raining. It was storming. It was thundering. <laughs> I had a midterm. 
So wow. my midterm was canceled. The professor was very nice and was like, everyone's had a quite hard last 24 hours. Oh but my god. It was definitely like it like being there during that time is like something I'll never forget. And like that's crazy. Also like protest the women's the first women's march yeah march for our lives i got to go to that as well that's so cool so cool and everything's right there and you really don't realize it till you're not there anymore yeah and you're like oh like i ran into ted cruz at mcdonald's at 2 a.m no way (laughs) that's so cool stuff like that you're like uh yeah so, and I know, too, when you were in D.C., you had some jobs while you were there. You were at Georgetown Cupcakes, right? Were you- yeah, so I had known people that had worked there. A uh, really good friend of mine had worked there. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you must love it. Like, I myself watched that show as, like, a kid. Right. Like, on TLC. I was yeah, like, yeah, oh, my gosh, you work there. Their cupcake's amazing. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, like, if you ever want a job, like, let me know. So when I got back... My senior year, I worked there, and it was it was a lot of fun. <laughs> That's so cool. Um, did you have any other like jobs in DC or? So I worked at like a campus coffee shop all four years, which was super oh, fun. Oh, that's fun! Like just like a good time. Like it kind of grew my love for coffee. Yeah, so and I think it's just like a, I owe that to the dad. <laughs> yeah, and it's also just like a great way to meet people too. If like everyone goes to coffee shops, so. Oh, for sure. And I also my last year, I interned for the. Food Prince Fresh Farm program. Okay. Yeah, I was in the D.C. public schools, and that kind of, like, it definitely grew my interest in kind of using my education minor more than I thought I would. I kind of just did it to add on. Yeah. But it was a lot of fun, and I learned learned how to cook while teaching children how to cook, so that was quite interesting. That's (laughs) really cool. Yeah. So you're in college, and then you decide to study abroad for a semester in Scotland. How did you, like you just knew you wanted to study, I mean, because you already studied abroad once, so you're like, I want to study abroad again. Like what, tell me about that. Yeah, so I had done it in, obviously when I went to Germany in high school and I knew like looking at colleges, I'm like, I want to be able to study abroad a year again because it was so awesome. Like you knew you wanted to go for a year again. Yes, I knew I did. I didn't know it actually happened just because in college, obviously, you have to do the school part of it for it to really make sense. Right. In high school. Like, I did high school pretty much. It's easier to get away with. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, I looked at places that had, like, classes for my major and my minor, Mm -hmm. um, which was business administration, and I was able to make, like, a self-specialization. Oh, that's cool. Where I could just kind of try to pick classes that I wanted to take. Yeah. But, um... So I get on the good old American University Abroad website and like, <laughs> what, what places have both business and education classes? Yeah. And up pops Scotland, a few different Scottish universities, Edinburgh and Glasgow, and up pops like Australia, New Zealand, and various other, like, it was predominantly English-speaking countries mm-hmm. um, in direct enrollment programs. Where, okay. Like, you're enrolled as a student of the university and you're taking classes alongside like domestic students at the gotcha. university. Yeah. Um, which I knew would probably be like academically harder than like an actual study. That's how Prague was too. Yeah, mm-hmm. sponsored study abroad program. So um, but I looked at Scotland and I was like, this is awesome. Like Scotland would be cool. So I picked Glasgow. I honestly couldn't even tell you how I didn't pick Edinburgh just I was like, this 
Yeah. <laughs> so, so you go to Scotland for a semester, and I'm, I, yeah, I've never been to Scotland. I don't, what's it like? Like, I don't even, like, if you could compare it to... It's cold, and it's rainy every single day, but, like, that's the charm of it. Yeah. Well, were um, you there? Like, have you been to Scotland before studying abroad there? No. So, okay. I did want to go to Europe and do, like, the European study abroad, but I also wanted to go somewhere I'd never been. So yeah. I've never been to the UK. I've been to Ireland, but never the UK. Gotcha. So, um, I was looking at places in London or Scotland, but then I was like, Scotland just seems a little more, has a little more culture to it. Yes. And different, and I can, I can always go to London for a weekend. I so, agree, yeah. Yeah, um, but it was awesome. And yeah, the University of Glasgow is like Hogwarts. So if you're no Harry way, Potter, yeah, if you're a Harry Potter fan, like definitely bookmark it on your next like European adventure. That's so, so cool. Did you travel a lot when you were in Scotland? Yeah, so I ended up meeting like a bunch of other like great exchange students. Um, and we did a lot of trips together, which was super fun. And I would say my to pick like two most memorable ones, yeah. I have to say our um, impromptu like Highlands uh, car trip, which we didn't leave Scotland, but um, three of my friends I met there and I, we rented a car for like a four day weekend. Okay. And drove through um, the Scottish Highlands. Ooh. Yeah. That and sounds car fun. Range, which I don't recommend. Don't ever sleep in your car for three nights. Oh, you slept in your car? Yes. It was awful. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Didn't change my clothes for four days, but we love that. It was it was so much fun. We hiked every day. Northern Scotland is one of the most beautiful places I've ever been. It was so pretty. Wow. Um, I really want to go. Yeah. It definitely sounds take really advantage. Cool. Um there's pretty much like one road that goes around the whole part of like more like super northern Scotland. Yeah. So you can't really get lost. <laughs> That's so cool. So, Scotland sounds amazing, and then right after that, so, like, that happened, but you also were planning on, like, being gone, like, that next semester as well, right? Yeah, so I was like, if it's possible, like, why not do another semester abroad, and I know everyone's like, oh, like, well, you miss your friends. That's what what I'm saying. Yeah, did you not, I mean, your family, your friends, like. Yeah, so, um, I did go home for, like, two weeks between the two semesters, but, um. Like that winter break or whatever, yeah. Yeah, but a lot of kids at American spend a semester abroad. Mm-hmm. Um, so junior year is kind of a funky year anyway, where like a lot of people are gone in the fall and then a lot of people are gone in the spring. So you're like, I'm just going to be gone for the whole year. Yeah, <laughs> so it really didn't matter. I might have felt differently if it might have been sophomore or senior year when all my friends were there. Yeah. But everyone junior year everyone's either abroad or yeah interning in school's hard like it's true it is no honestly i feel like junior year is the best time like that's when me and john went to prague and i just like we didn't miss really anything at home and it was just like the perfect time yeah i mean you know because like i mean there's no better time to go because you've done two years of school you're kind of getting like you're like yeah i I, I can kind of do this at school yeah and doing like a direct enrollment program at in Scotland was definitely hard because the classes like the structure of a university in the UK That's is so, so different. different. It is. We had like one one paper due halfway through the term. Yep. Which the term didn't even start till the end of September. Oh. And then we were done at the beginning of December in one exam. So your what? So you had a lot of time to like. I mean, I guess Prague was kind of the same way. Party, yeah. Like, doing 
having that like 50 50 for the essay and the exam was like a lot of pressure right so, so tell me this you get back from scotland are you like like were you missing home or you're like i can't wait to go to my next study abroad because like for me i felt like four months like when i started abroad like it was good but i i was like missing my family and friends a little bit like how did you feel after scotland yeah so i definitely like i try to just think in the moment and i don't think it hit me like i definitely remember leaving scotland and being sad that it was over yeah because it was so quick and everything um but then by the time i got home it was christmas and like new year's and i had all that here in ohio but it was just so quick that when I was, I ended up spending my spring semester in Australia. Yeah, that's, um, but that's it, so cool. I remember getting out and I was like, this is so soon. Like, I could have spent more time at home. Yeah. Like, I mean, it I, was rough. Like, definitely, I mean, I didn't really have a choice, but it would have been nice to have more time. But also, like, it goes so fast. And I knew, like, I knew in the back of my head I was only going to be there for, like, four or five months. So yeah. I might as well just take advantage. It wasn't like I was right yeah that's just so crazy so yeah so like you mentioned so you spent the next four months in australia which is so cool australia is like next on my list i'm like dying to go there and new zealand and i'm just so jealous that you did that tell me about australia like where were you at what was it like because again never been to australia so so please let me just live through you um what was it like where were you at so, if I could sum up Australia in three words, it would be um, the beach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, coffee. Their coffee yes. there is impeccable. Okay. And just fun. Everyone's so easygoing. I feel like they would so, be. Yeah. Honestly, in the back of my head, I'm like, I'm going to move back to Australia one day because... I could totally see you doing like, that. Like, they have... I lived in Sydney. I went to the University of New South Wales for the semester, but... Um, Sydney is like perfect. You have the aspects of a large city that yeah. make, that make like me living in DC super fun and having like restaurants, right, and right, of stuff to do, yeah. beaches. But Sydney had like the city, and they had beautiful beaches, like public beaches that were gorgeous. So you could live like your city life, oh or God. you could go to the beach, or you could drive an hour and go hike a mountain. So it I'm was so like, jealous. and the weather was perfect. Like it never got too hot. Yeah. I can't stand, like, I could never live in the South. Like, oh, no. I hate, yeah. I don't even like the Ohio humidity. So, <laughs> but it's not humid there. It was beautiful. It was, like, 80 to 75, 80 degrees in the summer. Oh, and my then gosh. By the time I left in May, where it was their winter, it was, like, 60, 65. But that's, like, perfect weather. Exactly. So... It was, it was, it was amazing. Like, okay. I highly recommend Australia. <laughs> okay, I have a couple questions. Number one, how long was that flight? Um, yeah, Isn't so like- on the way there, I flew from Dallas to Sydney, which was 18 hours. Wow. Um, and I ended up having a whole road of myself, which definitely made it worth it. Yeah. Um, otherwise, I would try to find a flight off the East Coast or a stop in Hawaii. But on the way home, I flew to San Francisco, so it was a little bit shorter. Um, but honestly, like, I, after, like, after six hours, it just becomes, like, time becomes irrelevant. Yeah. Like, you don't even realize it. But um, it was definitely scary. <laughs> so I was like, how does a plane fly for that Oh, long? yeah. Like, that is a long time. That is yeah. so crazy. Um, also, did you see kangaroos when you were in Australia? I did. They are so cute. They're like a mix. I always say they're like a mix of like a deer and a dog. No. A deer and a dog, the baby would be a kangaroo. 
Oh so my cute. gosh. Wait, that's so <laughs> funny. So are they, because my dad has some friends that live in Australia and they would tell us that like seeing a kangaroo was like seeing a squirrel here. Like, is yeah, that accurate? True. Like, are they like out and about like all the time? Uh, like, so I was in Sydney most of the time. I don't know where they live. Okay. But, so um, more like the city. Depends on the region in Australia because yeah. the, the only time I saw a kangaroo was in like a wildlife park. But in the wildlife oh, park, they're roaming free. Gotcha. It's like large, like, acres of enclosed area. Yeah. But, like, they hop around and they can hop right next to you. Like, their wildlife parks there are very, like, it's like a gated park and the animals just live in it and you're, like, passing through. Gotcha. So, so like, you wouldn't really see a kangaroo, like, on the side of the road. At least Would, not in the city. Okay. Out other places. But you do see... When I took a trip to the Gold Coast yeah. for like a week during my spring break, mm-hmm. you can see wild turkeys running around. No, those are like the squirrels up at least in Northern Australia. Wait, that's so yeah. funny. And that was probably like I was like, why are there chickens? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Wait, so tell me a little bit about the classes there, and also how the classes there compared to the classes um, in DC. Yeah, so Australia, I took all my business classes in Australia. Okay. And then in Scotland, I had taken, like, elective classes and classes for my education minor. Gotcha. I took, like, all my business requirements in Australia. Yeah. Um, and it was definitely way more difficult yeah. than school in the U.S. Um, definitely to put more work into it. It was more – it definitely was more like the U.S. than Scotland was in terms of, like, keeping up with the work. Like, in Scotland, there was, like, an exam and a paper. Yeah. That was it. Mm-hmm. In Australia, it was much more of, like, an America, Americanized, like, you have homework and, like, yeah. stuff due throughout the term. But also, um, I went to UNSW when they had switched to a term system instead of a semester system. So, you took three courses in ten weeks. So, it was oh. ten weeks. And, like, a semester course smashed into ten weeks. So, that's, was, like, yeah. it intense. Was Oh, you could never breathe. And it was harder. So Yikes. I, so you don't well, even I did quiz or exam every week. It was like So you really don't have that much free time then. Like between school and like living my life there, no, I mean I thought about getting a job, but like I wasn't there for too long enough to, yeah. to find one and with school and trying to explore like, the city in Australia. Right, how would you have it time? It wouldn't have been possible. Yeah. Um yeah, if I put my because like Getting their grades abroad mattered to me, too, because it's how I found my scholarship at home. Right. No, yeah, for sure. Wow. That is so crazy. So, what was your favorite part about Australia? Um, honestly, I met some amazing people. It was so fun. Yeah. Um, A friend of mine from American actually had graduated from AU and had done, like, a work, working visa there. Okay, yeah. So she was there at the same time as me. Oh, that's um, so fun. Love you, Paige. <laughs> Paige, love you. <laughs> Thanks for listening, girl. Um, but we we had so much fun. The beaches, just being able to go to the beach. I'd go from, I'd bring my beach stuff, go to class, and oh we'd go to the beach after class. I and wish. Like the coffee stores there, there's no, hardly any chains. Yeah. Maybe one Starbucks in all of Sydney, but no one goes. I love that. Just all the local coffee chains. The coffee in Australia is perfect. Like, that would make me move back there. Oh, my gosh. I feel like, too, just, like, all the food in Australia, I feel like it'd be so... I just feel like Australia is just, like, so much better than the U.S. for some reason. Like, I just feel like the people are better, the food's better, the beaches are better, like... 
That is so crazy. Yeah, we had so much fun, and a friend that I had met on my Scotland study abroad program, um, he was actually from Sydney, so he showed us all around Sydney, all around Australia too, which was amazing having like a local I knew when I got there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was super fun. That's so crazy. And so Australia is so big in itself. Like when you traveled, whenever you had time to travel, like you didn't leave Australia, did you? Like were you just kind of going to different cities in Australia? Yeah. So the first, I got there with the beginning of January and the first month and a half-ish, I was taking one summer course. So oh. I only one day a week. So I did a lot of like beach stuff and traveling. I did the Gold Coast for a week in yeah. Byron Bay, kind of up north, mm-hmm. um, which was beautiful Byron Bay, one of the best spots in Australia too. Highly recommend. Yeah. Um, but by the time that term started, there really wasn't time to travel. Mm-hmm. And also the great thing about studying abroad in Australia compared, I mean, relatively compared to Europe is there was so much to do in Sydney and around Sydney that I never even felt the need to. Right. I, never, I did see Melbourne and I did see like the Gold Coast and Byron Bay, but I never really felt the need to leave the East Coast, although I would have loved to. My funds from studying abroad two semesters unfortunately ran out. Yeah. I definitely <laughs> want to go back and see it or Australia and New Zealand. Yeah. But, um, there was like so much to do living in Sydney that you were never bored. Like you could do yeah. something new every weekend in one city and I was That is bored. so cool. So was that your favorite city in Australia then? Sydney? Yeah. Um I mean I did visit Melbourne and people definitely have a rivalry between like Melbourne and Sydney. Really? But, yeah. But if you like the beach or coffee or anything like <laughs> Sydney's very sad. Melbourne's <laughs> awesome. But Sydney has my heart with the beaches and, like, and the coffee. Fun <clears throat> city city experience. That is so cool. That like I am really trying to go there ASAP and I'm bringing you with me. <laughs> um, so yeah, that sounds amazing. So you came back to DC, finished up college. So that takes us to kind of like now. So like you you've like you graduated virtually too, right? Do we Yes, I graduated virtually, like the rest of class of twenty. It's so weird. It's <laughs> really weird, but it's so weird. So then, Grace, you get this idea in your head, and you're like, "Well, now that I graduated, maybe I'll move to Alaska." <laughs> what the heck? Like, please tell me about this, because I'm just a little bit confused. So Alaska was never the original plan. Like, Sorry, <laughs> have you worked out? <laughs> yeah. Um. But I knew this was before COVID and like this was like back in December or January. Or the good old days June. before COVID. Exactly. <laughs> I need to have something to do after graduation. Yeah. Um, so I started applying to different programs like fellowship or post-grad. I knew um, and like jobs and stuff too, but I kind of wanted to see if I could get out of D.C. and see what living in another place the West Coast was like. I love and, uh, that. My, I was originally on, like, Washington State or Oregon or even California, but um, I applied to a few different programs up there, and I was like, okay, like, I need to expand my horizons. Google, like, postgraduate fellowships and the Alaska Fellows Program popped up, and I decided, I'm like, okay, I'm going to just make myself apply to one of the postings on here so I can just diversify where I'm applying to. Yeah. Um, and they ended up reaching out and I had some interviews and they're like, do you want to come move to Sitka, Alaska for 10 months for a fellowship? 
you have a week to decide. So I'm like, you had a week to decide. Oh my god. Yeah, gosh. going back and forth, and the other programs I had applied to were only in like the beginning stages of the interview process. Oh. So I had a week to decide between this adventure in Alaska or continuing to like pursue other opportunities. That is so crazy. And I was just really drawn to the position. Yeah. So what is the position? So I'll be working at a um, boarding school up in Alaska, doing like their college and career readiness and like that whole process which i worked on like a similar kind of concept and idea and pathway like this past my senior year okay but um it kind of tied in my business degree and my education degree because i love working with people yeah um and definitely wanted that especially like just graduating out of college like yeah like definitely like a fun job that would be social Mm -hmm. um and something, like, I feel like all my friends that I've known that have graduated have, like, stayed at a job for a year or two and then moved on to something else. Yeah. So I thought this would be, like, a good opportunity to get out of D.C. and, like, Ohio and yeah. see if I, like, somewhere else for 10 months and then kind of go from there, whether I want to stay up there, come back home, right. or go down back to D.C. or go somewhere else, like... And have, have you been to Alaska before? No. So, you're leaving on Friday. Yeah. You're leaving in three days. Are you nervous? I mean, do you get nervous now? Like, traveling, like, by yourself, like, studying abroad? Like, you've done it for so long. Like, are you nervous about it? I think, like, traveling during COVID wouldn't be my first choice. Yeah. And because I'm going for, like, a job, I definitely am going. And, like, I'm getting tested before and after and everything. Right. I'm definitely doing the most to stay safe yeah i think that has probably been the most the scariest part scariest part because, but like everyone's scared and everyone's kind of in the unknown and i mean what i think is like i can only do my best to stay safe for sure um and i i mean that's the biggest thing i'm worried about yeah <laughs> necessarily i mean not like i'm worried about anything else but um I'm just happy they didn't cancel it honestly like, i'm so glad <laughs> that you still get to do yeah. this because it just yeah. it sounds amazing yeah, I mean, definitely most nerves come from doing this all during this time. Yeah, yeah. And, like, making sure everyone stays safe around me. Right. And, like, making sure everything works out. But um, I definitely liked when I am doing new things just to take it one step at a time. And, like, things will come up that I never even imagined. Yeah. And then things I've imagined will never even come up. And right, I kind of right. That back when I went to, like, there's nothing. You can only do the most to prepare. And if you do your best, um, you'll be able to get through it. And, like... I've talked to some wonderful people with the program, and I'm confident, and it really is such a short period of time, like, whenever you think about doing things, like, you're right. your life's so short, like, why not? I'm the same way, like, I'm, I'm so, like, take advantage of everything, like, live your life to the fullest, because it, it's so short, time is flying, like, we graduated, like, school ended for us, like, March, because of yeah. COVID, we graduated, it's already almost September, like, yeah. it's just so crazy how fast time goes. So and you never know. Like, I was so lucky to be able to do so much traveling before this pandemic. Like, and I'm like, you never know what's going to happen. Exactly. Like, if you can afford it and take the time off work. Do it. Save up. Do it. Do, do it. it. You like, have to do don't it. Don't just keep putting it off. Like, you'll you'll never regret a trip. That's what I think. If you, if you go in with an open mind and... Like, take full advantage of every opportunity, you'll never regret it. That is, like, 
so important like advice like that and I like tell my friends like family all the time like just from studying abroad I'm like if you get a chance to travel like you have to do it because yeah. now with COVID it's like you know everything's just so different so exactly and I mean everyone is going through their own rough time right now yeah whether it be like not being able to go back to school or like not being able to play a sport or like I mean some are bigger than others being laid off from a job right but right. we can only do our best and kind of keep moving forward Absolutely. So, also, I am definitely visiting you in Alaska with John. I have John. If you're listening to this, which I know you better be listening to this, we're going to Alaska to see Grace. Okay, so let's let's plan that soon. Your Airbnb's already booked. Yeah, love it. So, I mean, you have traveled all over the world. Like, you have seen some amazing things. What are your favorite places that you've been to? Um. So, I guess a few of my favorite. No particular order. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Iceland, which I did go. I went before I went to Scotland for okay. like four days, but Iceland, beautiful country. Okay. Um, Northern Scotland. Okay. Which I was lucky enough to spend the semester in. Yeah. Um, Australia for sure, just mm-hmm. like anywhere in Australia. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. Do you so know? Those are probably my top three, I would say. How many countries have you been to? Do you know? Um, I'm like not sure. Australia, roughly. Canada, Iceland, <laughs> Spain, Germany, the Netherlands, uh, Italy, Austria, what else? France? Uh, yeah, France. <laughs> Most of those European countries. Yeah, they all kind of blend together. together. <laughs> um, I know my next, my next travel destination is either South America or Asia. Ooh, I really want to go to South America too. I really want to go to Brazil. Yeah, my we? mom spent some time there. When she no was way. There, so I definitely want to go to like Argentina, Chile, Brazil. That's so, so cool. <laughs> Wait, speaking of your mom and like just your family, parents, like they just like I love that they like don't care that if you want to like study abroad like my family they're like like my mom she's like I don't want you to go like blah blah blah. but like I love that they're so supporting of like go you know yeah I mean my mom has always been and she I mean she lived a life before she gets here so like right she had spent like six months living in Brazil when she was 22 oh my god and then spent another like summer in Australia so so that's where you get around um She's been around and she's always like, yeah, do it before you're like tied down to a job. I love that. Like Gary or kids, like, go for it. You'll never regret it. You'll never regret it. I love that. Grace's mom, if you're listening, (laughs) love, love the support here. That's amazing. Um... That is so crazy. So do you have, I mean, you have to have some travel tips or just advice for people who want to travel. I mean, everything you've mentioned, like the fellowships and all these different programs, like I didn't even know about. So, do you have any advice or tips? Yeah, definitely take time to, like, Google and search things um, that include, like, if you're into traveling, like, how to travel without, like, you can do the woofing, like, room boards provided, so that's an aspect of the travel. Right. It's, like, taken care of. And, like, definitely, there's so many programs out there that will, like, keep it, like, even, like, the Rotary program I did in high school, like, the host, like, you pay for your plane ticket and like obviously any extra money, but like your host family kind of, it's you're kind of more or less their child, so like all your meals and stuff right, free right, or like is included, and they do give you a stipend every month too. So like, there's definitely ways to do it, um, and definitely studying abroad in college is definitely an expense. 
but like Scotland, like the Glasgow program I did was probably one of the cheapest European study abroad destinations. Yeah. Um, super cheap, super affordable. Traveling in Europe, super cheap. Yeah, I and I've been over that before, but yeah, and cheap. I was gonna say too. Um, there's definitely like more expensive places to study abroad, like for, in Europe, for example, like Paris or London or something could be way yeah. more expensive than Scotland or Budapest, so cheap. Prague. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's definitely so many different like options available, but yeah, and definitely like I'm always one like. I've had a job since I was 16 the summer before I spent like a year abroad in college I worked three jobs like it's definitely doable but don't and also like don't compare your experience to anyone else's because that is often like will reel the most disappointment because you definitely just want to make every experience your own whether you're able to travel for a week Mm -hmm. or four months or a year it's it's your experience so own it make it the best you can and like I definitely work my butt off where travel is my first priority over, like, a pair of jeans. Right. Or, like, clothes. Um, but, I, I mean, I work so many odd jobs <laughs> just yeah. to, like, do and travel to places I want to go. But I know that's what my priority is right now. Right. It may not always be. But, like, whether I'm able to go somewhere for four days or a weekend trip or, like, some of the semester abroad, like, it's definitely doable. It's just, like, take the precautions plan and also talk to people People love to talk about themselves and what they've done. Oh, they do. I do. I I really do. <laughs> but so, like, reach out to people. I've sent so many weird Facebook messages to, like, oh, same. oh, I saw you've done this. Like, tell me about it. Can we talk? Yeah. And, like, people are more than welcome to do that. Oh, they love it. Awesome connections that way. Um, you can find out, like, people will bend over backwards for you, too. Like, yeah. most people in this world are very nice and have true intentions, so definitely just right. reach out and ask ask questions. Like, you form some great friendships, some of the most, like, genuine friendships I've formed. Like, even abroad, it's like, talk to people. Like, people are yeah. people. Like, let's go grab dinner. Let's go grab a drink. Like, mm-hmm. who are you? Where are you from? Right. <laughs> but um, it kind of can start off, like, awkward at first if you're not used to it, but... Uh, people are so nice just asking their name yeah whatever but definitely those relationships you form is probably one of the best parts yeah I agree that was amazing advice Grace loved having you on the podcast I am so excited to see and hear about how Alaska is maybe we can do a little Alaska life in Alaska episode that could be kind of cool um yeah it's just so exciting you've done so many amazing things and I hope that whoever's listening to this is feeling inspired, feeling like they're ready to travel because, I mean, there's just so much out there. The world is so big. Like, I've said this before, but, like, you know, there's just so many opportunities out there. And just, I think everyone should just take advantage of it and live your life to the fullest, you know? Yeah. Thank you, Riley. <laughs> if anyone has any questions, reach out to me or Riley. Yeah. Where can they find you? Like, what's your Instagram? My Instagram is at grac.elav. Okay. <laughs> so, sorry for that. It's like, I follow Riley, so find me from there. Ask her. Yeah, you guys um, need... But just Grace Lavelle on Instagram. Yeah, you guys need to follow her, her so we can... Grace Lavelle on Facebook works, too. Yeah, <laughs> everyone follow her so we can stay up to date with her Alaska adventures, her travel adventures. Grace, can't thank you enough for being on the podcast, and I will see you guys next week.